Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here, and it is fantastic to have your company today for episode 320. This week on the show, we talk Lego with a very special guest. Is it you? It's not me. Ah. Someone who is way more talented and charismatic than me, so oh, we're very, I could very say a special. name that starts with K and ends with Ale, but I won't. We'll see <laughs> in a minute. Uh, but today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Hello, hello. Scotty is here. Just shout out, Scotty. Hey, everybody. Scotty is here. He doesn't have a mic because we give the mic to the beautiful, the lovely, the lovely Dave Holder, who has joined us all the way from Melbourne. Welcome, Dave. Thank you. Thank you very much. The uh, those are some nice compliments you've given me already. Ah. I've, I've got a lot to, that I'll need to um, prove. I think through this podcast, <laughs> but many, many beautiful uh, comments that you've come from. No, it's me, great. So thank you. Great to have you. Actually, I. I forgot this weekend is the Brickspo weekend, so one of the big Lego conventions here in Adelaide, and there are a lot of people coming down for it. So you've travelled down to Melbourne today, did the big drive. Yeah. Um, now, what did you bring down? Uh, of of late, I've been focusing on like big uh, brick built sculptures in the, like the Mario world. So each show I do around the country, I try and bring like a new model. So I think. I've got now Mario and Luigi and a whole string of enemies that are kind of uh, joining them on the adventure to Adelaide. Oh, yeah. very good. Goomba. Goomba's there. Goomba's there, yes. Goomba's there. Boo. Boo. Bomb. Thwomp. Uh, Mario, Luigi. You've got some mushrooms, got some power-ups, uh, fire flower, ice flower, stars, rainbow stars. A, a, wow. a, a nice big selection of uh, big brick You're just a couple models. of bricks away from making your own level, right? Very you close, yeah. Life-sized? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty big. The, the Mario and Luigi uh, models sit at about like 70 centimetres to 80 centimetres tall. So they're, they're quite quite large sculptures. And then all the enemies are scaled uh, to them as well. So it's like a big brick-built sculpture display mm. of the Mario World stuff. Yeah. So backtracking a little bit, I think Trent and his excitement sort of skipped over. Probably. Your connection as far as you you have a, a, a company or how, what do you, how yeah, are you connected well, to the Lego the, World? I'm connected to the Lego World uh, in, a, in a few ways, I guess. I, I was very lucky to, back in 2017, actually win a Lego building competition to become Australia's first uh, Legoland master model builder. Ooh. So a Legoland opened up in Melbourne in uh, February uh, 2017. They did a big nationwide search to find the master builder. It's, it's a good way to promote the site and also find people that they want to have uh, working in the um, like the Legoland attraction, building the displays and mm. doing a lot of the promotional stuff and it's essentially being an ambassador for the the, the Legoland brand within, within Australia. It was the first Legoland Discovery Center or, or Legoland type um, attraction that had ever been in Australia. So it was like this, this big hyped up uh, search and I was lucky enough to uh, get an entry into the, the competition and then mm. somehow managed to, to win that competition, uh, which was a job uh, working yeah. as, a, as a master oh, builder wow. for Legoland. So that's how I started my introduction essentially into the, the world of professional Lego building. Mm. So what did you build to win? Uh, the It was a, a two-day building competition uh, and there was three rounds. The first round was build a hobby um, and I picked the hobby of cooking, not because I <laughs> am a very good cook, but I thought it was a good story yeah. element. Yep. So as I was uh, doing the build, I was essentially cooking the Lego and, and putting it together like, you know, a chef would, you know, cook a meal and things like that. And the, and the, the meal was coming together over the course of the build. So, cause I knew it was all about kind of a bit of the theatrics. It's not just who is the best builder, but who is a good storyteller who can interact with the audience and the crowd that sure. were there. Yep. Um, someone that, you know, had the ability to have that communication with people through the Lego yes. uh, and tell yep. a story. Yep. So, yep. We did that. Uh, the second one was build a sea creature. Um, and part of that particular challenge was you had to build something that the the crowd that was there had to come and interact with your build. So I just built lots of little um, like 
fish and seahorse yep. and crabs yep. and creatures that kids could pick up and just run away with. And mm-hmm. so uh, at, at one point, like, Dave, where's where's the things you've been building? I'm like, <laughs> they're in the all, crowd. They're in the crowd. <laughs> and they're like, wow, that's, you know, yeah, that's, 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 really that's interaction right there. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what we want. And, yeah. you know, we had some people building, you know, huge elaborate structures mm-hmm. that were really really delicate and they're like you know essentially telling the kids to stay away from their bills and things like that and they're like yeah "Yeah," you know so they're trying to you know i was playing the game into their hands essentially you know Mm -hmm. they they wanted to see if people had the the patience to to work with the kids because that's a a big part of working (laughs) get away from my model (laughs) seriously there there was there there was one particular builder um that you might know um who you know had had a very similar um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> similar uh, words to that effect yeah. Um, yeah. you know don't touch my model it's yeah. not finished whereas like you know we want people to come up and be encouraged to interact with you yeah. like how, how do you yeah. expect to be a, a builder inside a Legoland attraction if you know if a kid comes up and tries to talk to you and you're essentially shooing them away yes. yeah. um, and so much much to my surprise, I made it through to the final round. Uh, and for that third and final round, you had to build something that represented yourself. Um, and I built a a minifig face that was in a, a like in a mirror, uh, essentially like a framed you know standard classic Lego minifigure face. Mm-hmm. And and I said that it represented me because I you know I saw this as an opportunity to you know use this as a platform to get into the Lego community and and become. Like a you know a Lego master builder would you know essentially change my my whole life and my career and give me a whole new right. career direction and things very like deep. that. Yeah, it was very deep. Yeah, it yeah. was it was quite philosophical, you yeah. know. And I, which was true, you know, the, the the first two had been a bit gimmicky, but the third yeah. one was more connected to you know the actual you know truth behind the the challenge. And it's like, no, I really saw this as an opportunity, like you know, a once in a lifetime opportunity to become you know involved in the Lego you know community essentially in a professional way um and they really liked the story and that the build honestly was not the best build i Mm. I think you know objectively it was maybe second uh it definitely wasn't the best there was someone that definitely did a better build than than myself but i think they're when they were kind of talking about it their story wasn't as clear and the way that it described them didn't quite it didn't quite connect whereas mine I'm I'm still very proud of the build, uh, and I think it. You know, I'm not sitting here being like, "Oh, it was the best." You know, mm, mine yeah. mine was not the best. It, I I think it was probably the second best, um, but I think the story and the connection to it was probably the strongest. Uh, and, and then they saw that, and they saw my passion to want to kind of take the job, and um, all those things combined, and the you know the previous rounds and everything got me to a position where I was offered the job and, and, and essentially oh, won the competition. Wow. Well, yeah, well done. Done. There you well go. Done. Hey, now we got to do the official toy power. Yes. We have right? skipped yes. ahead. Yeah, we yeah. got we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves, <laughs> but this is yeah. good. Yeah, this right. is so where you eat the ice cream before you've eaten the main well, course. That's right. <laughs> well, I've done that thing. once. That is weird. Only once. Yeah, Hashtag and pizza. I was in America. I was in San Diego. I do that regularly. Yeah. Okay. The kids. That's the way they would do all meal times. Ice cream first. But Dave, for this segment, what you got to do is put yourself back mm. in 10 year old dave shoes and answer the following three questions with that mind frame so your favorite movie as a 10 year old oh favorite favorite movie as a 10 year old uh, and still definitely up there uh short circuit two okay oh. uh, johnny johnny five yeah. you know is yeah. alive i saw that one first um Saw number two first. I've I've seen the the first one obviously now. Yeah. Short Circuit one, which is still fantastic, but Johnny Five isn't as a you know the, the character's not as fleshed out in mm. the first one because he's you know don't want, you know spoiler alert if you haven't seen Short Circuit <laughs> by now it's a robot that's a military robot that gets struck by lightning and gains sentience and uh, you know Johnny Five is alive. Yeah. Most most people are listening to this. I hope have, have oh, seen yeah. Short oh, yes. Circuit and Short yes. Circuit two. Yeah. If you haven't, you're missing out. Go see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think Short Circuit two. I I really resonated with anything robots and the amount of character that particular robot had. And I think for the puppeteering and stuff they had at the time is still mind blowing. Like yeah. I, I watched it, you know, not even a month ago and I'm like, I'm still so very impressed at how well the puppeteering was on that. Like no, animatronic no CG robot. back in those days. No. Like, and, 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 and ages well. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think for me that was like, I, I loved it. I loved that film. You ever yeah. built one out of Lego? No, but I have seen a lot of really cool ones built yeah. out of Lego. Yeah. Nice. It is, yeah, I really love that movie. Yeah. Cool. Still love it. It, make, it makes me cry as soon as, you know, the, the Bonnie Tyler thing comes at the end and, <laughs> and he's dying and he's, I'm getting chills just kind of thinking about that last I cry scene. every time I hear Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. It is. Holding out for a hero. What a banger. <laughs> That's right. Uh, still in that 10-year-old mindset, your favourite toy as a 10-year-old. Oh, favourite toy as a 10-year-old. I probably, honestly, probably around like... 
being 10, I, th- I think they were out by then. I, th- I think I was really into Street Sharks at the time. Nice, Ooh, yeah. Nice I, think, I think Street awesome. Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> they bite, they fight, they stand for everything. Right. <laughs> Street Sharks. <laughs> da, da, da. Um, I do, think, do, you, do you play that? Like, is that something your band does? Uh, Street Sharks? No. Have you ever thought about like just hitting like even just they will now. on stage and just hammer out? I, sh- a bit I should. Of... It's a it's a it's a <laughs> banger. Yeah, it's it a is. banger. I don't know. If it, I I loved Ninja Turtles and I didn't think that Street Sharks were there to replace Ninja Turtles, but I I loved Street Sharks. I just mm. I really liked the the marketing team thought the Street Sharks were going to eat the turtles. Yeah, uh, they did. There's a uh, famous clip of uh, what's his name? Vin Diesel. Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, acting and like you know. Part of his puppeteering is yeah eating a, a Ninja Turtle on with, the, with um, the yeah, figures, ad yeah. with one of the figures yeah it was crazy yeah for, for whatever reason yeah I, I loved that like the main four like you know sharks that you could get had like such at the time I thought like such cool play features mm. and I th- because they were bigger than turtles like the yep. the vehicles were huge the yep. characters were really big like the you know, they're kind of like the soft-headed turtles. Not that, you know, back when I was 10, I was like, oh, soft-headed turtle, I'm going to keep this and it's going to make me millions of when I'm older. I just, I just loved, like, the way that the um, the material and stuff was on them and all yeah, the different yeah. action stuff. And they were very robust figures. Like, they, they would never break. You could, like, literally bash them into each other. Um, every, everything about Street Sharks, I thought, was just really cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Do, you, do you have a favourite Street Shark? The I think the first one, like... the Ripster? Uh, Jab was my yeah. my favorite because that was the first toy I got. Yes. So yeah, I, I yeah, do I do love them all. I've got all the. Uh, I don't I love have every Street Sharks. I figure. love the puns. Like I'm a big Moby Lick fan. Yeah, just because, yeah. I mean, <laughs> his his hat's really expensive. Yeah, the hat, the hat, the yeah. damn red hat. Yeah. It's the like damn. Bart Simpson and the you know yeah. pulls the hat out of the washing machine. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd love a Moby Lick. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Jeez. I do love. I've, I've, I don't have any. I've got to like. Original Street Sharks that kind of were on the show. Like, I don't have yeah. all the different variations. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like, I, you know, I, I have all the original ones from, like, their original incarnation. Like, yeah. I don't have, like, Super Slamu or, yeah. you know, Boxing Slamu. I've just got the original Slamu, all the original, you know, Night Streaks. Stalker and things yeah, like that. All, yeah. the, all the space yep. ones. Yep. I've, I've skipped on those. Yep. Um, but, you know, still yep. have all the original Street they, Sharks. They belong on the street, yeah. Yeah. not in well, space. They, they went to and, space. And, and the fact that they could just yeah. dive into, like, Concrete, concrete yeah. and just <laughs> swim through concrete. Yeah. And then but, uh, next animation, the road's perfect again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. man, that, that poor council. <laughs> and there's there's some there's some excellent trivia about street sharks that you guys might know, but because a lot of people think, oh, they're just ripping off turtles. But the 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 thing about street sharks I find so interesting is the guy that was essentially told you need to come up with essentially the new turtles, not not, <laughs> no, not just rip no them pressure. off. No pressure. Not no pressure. He's like, we need something to kind of compete with playmates because you know Mattel is freaking out and they're like, what do we do? And so uh, he went to a local library and he's like. Hey, I have a question. What are the the two main things that like eight to ten year old boys are into at the yeah. moment? Like, what um, books are they getting? Yeah, what, what, yeah, what yeah, books okay. are they hiring yeah. out? And and the per, the, the librarian, uh, he just went straight up to the um, like the front desk at the the library, and she's like, at the moment they're really into wrestling and sharks. <laughs> and he and he, and he like and it Job was like done. yeah, and he was this, this light bulb moment. This I read this um this interview quite a while back, and this right. guy was like. Oh my! Oh my God! That's perfect. And so all, all the all the original um, like uh, concept art and stuff was a bit more sport focused. Yep. So you know yes. they play like sport. Yep. You guys might have seen the um, release they did not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, Mattel did those. Yeah, yeah all, all the concept. Yeah, the yeah. football stuff. Yeah. They're all kind of meant to be you know football, you know playing or wrestling yeah. or you know hockey and all that type of stuff, right. which did come through eventually into it. And you know they ended up being you know like high school jocks that um, you know turned into sharks they yeah. they kind of yeah. stripped back a few of the more specific elements mm. but essentially all that concept was he's like you know runs back to the office he's like runs to the concept artist i need you to draw a wrestler but it's a shark and the guy's like <laughs> okay. okay man okay i don't know what you've been smoking but let me give it a shot and then you know from that original concept stuff it you know turned into street sharks so that, so that was nice hearing that like you know years later and yeah. then yeah. knowing that it wasn't just just yeah just pick another pick another it's not a ninja and a turtle yeah. it's a you know Wrestling shark. It actually, you know, came from you yeah. know having that conversation with someone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. I, I well, coll- street sharks. There you go. Highly rated. <laughs> I collect all the street sharks with rollerblades on them, right? Yeah. And uh, one of the ro- one of them, uh, the later run blades or whatever, he's ho- holding a street sign yeah. like a thing pole, but he's holding it in the way an ice hockey person would, like yeah. as, as if he's going to hit the puck with the uh, street sign. 
So that makes a lot of sense that uh, the two correlating to sports and things. Yeah, nice one. Blades. Um, yeah. 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 Very good. That was, that was a good figure with his uh, hoggy mask that, you know. Yes, yes, he came, mask. came yep. later. Yeah, very hard to come by. Those accessories are... I, I did yeah. have it, but I... I I, I pawn, not pawned it off like you know we don't we don't pawn off our toys we you know we send them on their way to another collector who mm. can enjoy them because it, <laughs> toy story yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I did have that one from when I was a kid but I was like I'm trying to kind of stick to more of the th- cool. more of the thing Guess. yeah I'll yeah. you know I'll send that one to someone that can appreciate it so I can kind of focus on the core thing yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. nice excellent yeah um, now you're a Pokemon fan I thought I'd ask you we got a lot of Pokemon fans mm. listening great so. Get your take on favorite Pokemon as a ten-year-old. Well, now with Pokemon even out, how old are you? Thirty-six. Yeah, so probably yeah, Pokemon was out. Yeah, um, from I, th- I think it's still one of I, I I carry a lot of my favorites still like as an adult from when I was a child still. Mm. Yep. Um, I think Geodude still sits super super highly in in my like favorite Pokemon. Okay. I just thought he was so versatile. You can get him kind of early in those games like. Back, um, I don't even know how this this one kid did it, but he managed like back in 1997 to um, ROM hack the original Game Boy games right. and install them on every single computer Jeez. in, in the, the pri- yeah in the school. <laughs> and so all of us, there was this this bizarre time where I don't think the teachers had kind of caught up yet, yep. and they were like, "Man, why are the kids all wanting to hang out in the library yeah, every yeah. day?" And then all of a sudden, um. Which one? Oh, we got Jared. Jared, nice one. I, I, I just rock. love. I, I think he's a super versatile. He's cool. Mm. You know, he's a rock with two giant fists. Rock and, fists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah. I, I think he's a, a cool Pokemon. Oh. Uh, and I, I still like if if I can find a Geodude if I'm playing one of the games, he'll stay on my roster for a long time. Yeah, wow. yeah. Beautiful. All right, we're gonna get into what you've been up to because mm. you have been to Chicago for one of the biggest. Exhibitor Lego fairs on the planet. Mm. But before we get into that, Bricker Builds, I want to talk a little bit about Bricker Builds. So yeah. we talked about you doing the whole Discovery Center Lego Master Builder first in Australia, which is really cool. But you're also one of the designers on the amazing Bricker Builds team, mm. which is, you can maybe tell us a little bit about that, but some of the stuff, if you're listening and you want to check out the Bricker Builds website, mm. you check out what these guys do. It's phenomenal. And if you're into this sort of stuff, right, Ninja Turtles weapons, there's, like we said, there's Mario, there's Luigi, there's Pokemon. Pokemon. It is insane. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Bricker Building, your journey into designing for those guys. Yeah. So, so Bricker Builds is is an interesting one because in, in terms of the, the world of Lego, most things and most, like, uh, sets that people buy for, for Lego are kind of based around the minifigure. Mm. And, you know, you buy the modular buildings or you buy Star Wars stuff and they kind of... It's it's, it's very centred around that the iconic minifigure. And the big sculpture stuff is the type of things that you kind of usually see in Legoland theme parks or sometimes at shopping centres, like the really big Lego sculpture things. Uh, I was fortunate enough when I was working at Legoland to, to learn and get a lot of experience in how to build those. Uh, so that's kind of where my specialty and a, a lot of the enjoyment from the hobby comes is, is building the, these large uh, sculptures and, and people would often see them they're like wow i wish i would have you know a large lego land-esque or shopping mm-hmm. center-esque sculpture that i could build my build myself but like they just don't exist they Le- don't make them no. Le- lego yeah. kind of tried back in like the early 2000s to do a couple but they weren't like they weren't super popular and they didn't kind of really continue on with the theme. So you mainly only see them, you know, in, in the Lego lands and stuff, but there was a lot of interest from, you know, people worldwide, essentially, whenever I'd share a photo on online, they're like, I would love to build something like that myself. It's very unique. And it wasn't just about people who were Lego fans. It was more so people who were kind of fans of, you know, like the things you mentioned, like Ninja Turtles or Star Wars or Pokemon or Mario that don't necessarily want, um, you know, it's not Lego fans wanting, you know, a, a Pokemon Lego thing. It's Pokemon fans wanting a really unique Lego part of their um, their collection. So after having lots of people ask for instructions, I decided to finally kind of put them together and, and make a set of instructions. And then there was some other guys in the States that were doing something similar. And we kind of connected through there and we're like, hey, we're both doing the same thing. You're, you guys are currently working on some Star Wars stuff. I've got some Mario things and some Pokemon. How about we, you know, essentially brand them together and launch them on a, on a brand new website that we essentially developed together to launch 
uh, uh, what initially started off as instructions to make your own uh, brick-built sculptures. Mm. Um, But what we were finding is, as I was saying before, it it was a lot of people who were outside of the Lego sphere who didn't know how to order their own parts that felt very overwhelmed with how on earth am I going to get, you know, 5,000 loose pieces <laughs> yeah. to make my own model? Like incredibly <laughs> overwhelming. So we we partnered with uh, a BrickLink store that's in Canada. And for those who don't know, BrickLink is kind of like the eBay for Lego. Yep. It's mainly peer-to-peer based and people selling loose bricks for you to build your own creation. So we partnered up with a uh, a BrickLink store and, and what they were actually doing is they were sourcing all the bricks for a kit and then we started to get to a position where we we're selling not just the instructions but a full complete kit mm. of brand new Lego pieces that you know we would ship out to people and you know with PDF instructions and then they were building these sculptures kind of um, at, at you know at home by themselves and and originally we kind of just essentially trialed it uh, we just thought you know it, it took a lot of mental energy more than anything and, and obviously money in, in order to fund and, and put these to get these kits together ourselves yep. um, out of our own um, you know time and money to hope that they would work but then the um, the desire for them and you know the we were completely blown away at how uh many people like were interested in in getting these whole kits of mm. um of bricks and instructions to build their own own life, life sculptures so that's essentially where kind of bricker builds took its its next step um so what we do now essentially is we're a, a, a lego not not, a, not directly affiliated with lego where we're completely f- like you know hobbyist fan based mm. you know company uh, I, I guess you would say that specializes in life size Lego brick built sculptures that actually puts together a whole kit for you and, and ships it out to you for you to Jeez. build your own own model. So so if I was to say, okay, I love Pokemon, I want a Pikachu. Yeah. Uh, so how big is Pikachu? Pikachu is, you know, life size. And, you know, I do get slack <laughs> from, from people sometimes like, well, Pikachu is not real. So how can it be life size? It's like, all right. All right. Idiot. Like <laughs> if, if Pikachu was a real character, it would be life size based on a real life, you know, yeah, Pikachu yeah, yeah. in the game. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, based off the game or the anime. So it's about 50 centimeters tall yeah, nice. for, for yeah. a Lego Pikachu, for example. Yeah. Uh, the one that we have is about like two and a half thousand parts. Yeah. Um, mm. Usually about like five. So what's a Millennium Falcon? A UCS Millennium Falcon? Seven and a half thousand. Yeah, I so think. It's, and there's a lot of little parts. A, a lot of little like parts. So, so it is quite a lot of Lego. Yeah, it's bulky. The, the the thing for us is that you know, unlike the the traditional Lego sets that are based around that minifig, which is kind of like lots of very fine details, yeah. ours are large brick built sculptures. Yeah. So even though you might look at the you know. The like a you know we've got a bunch behind us like Lego modular buildings have the same piece count as uh, a Pikachu yes, for yes. example, yep. but because it's all large you know big traditional Lego bricks you're, you're getting a very large you know brick built sculpture yep. um, that that sits fifty centimeters tall you yep. know and is the life size equivalent of a of a Pokemon yeah yeah and and what sort of th- uh, cost is this uh, Pikachu if I was to live in a, uh, you know Adelaide how much would it be Unfortunately, because the conversion rate to Australia right. is just mm. trash at yep. the moment, it, it's it's difficult to get them to Australia. Uh, okay. I think it probably cost eight hundred dollars, right? Yep. Um, yep. for you to build, you know. But still, if yep. you're a massive, if you just want like you know, pick one, yeah, yeah, oh, like yeah. That, yeah. that's very doable. yeah. Look, like uh, I like it, it is ex- like. Every, we've, everything's we've been doing this hobby for like 20 years yeah <laughs> yeah prices don't prices are <laughs> no the, the, the thing is like I, I i think the amount of like love and care that go into these builds um pays for itself yeah. and people that um buy and build them you know sometimes people are a bit hesitant but as soon as they've built it and they've got it in hand they're like that that was totally worth it yeah they're of like, course you yeah because where you know, we're very passionate fan designers and we put in a lot of, you know, love and care into these models. Like, you know, that most of them, most of the big like Nintendo and Pokemon characters are like designed by myself and being a big like Mario and Nintendo Pokemon fan, yeah. you know, I care about these ones a lot. So, you know, there's yeah. a lot of meticulous design that yeah. goes into the, um, goes into these models. So when, when people build them, it, it's nice to see that they, uh, once they've finished them, can see that as well, and they're like, you know what, that was worth every dollar. That's oh, one of the best yeah. things that I've ever bought. Yeah. And and for a lot of people, because we're able to fulfill the whole kit, and it's it's like buying a Lego set, you know, minus mm. the you know instructions and the nice fancy box and picking it off the shelf. Mm. You know, yep. you know, all the bricks are there. It's a very simple process. Um, you know, step super super easy step by step instructions. And w- once they finish it. It's not just a cool piece of their Lego collection. It's like it's an outstanding of part of yeah, their yeah, yeah. like 
Pokemon collection, yes. for example. Mm, for so sure. it's, they're like, oh, this is one of the highlights of my Pokemon collection because yes. they're a, they're a yep. Pokemon fan and they've got something incredibly unique that you know not everyone has access mm, to, yeah. I guess. Now, I, I, sorry, what, my other last question as well. Uh, so traditional old school Lego was mm. all in one bag. You know, yep. you just open it up, bang, tip it on the floor. Yeah. Right now you've got to you know sift through. Now modern Lego. Has it broken down into uh, bags? You know, this is step one. You've got bag one, bag, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Do you get like for Pokemon, for uh, Pikachu, do you just have like, here's 1,500 yellow bricks <laughs> in one bag? Here's, you know. No, we, we've, we've, got, we've gotten to a point now where the, the, the business is in a, like, th- thankfully because of the support we've yep. received from, you know, fans and stuff out there, we've had an opportunity to invest in the time to actually do it similar to Lego. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Not, it's not a sealed bag. It's, no. it's, it's Ziploc bags. Yeah, but course. we actually, yeah. to help break up the, uh, the build, we do actually have it in separate bags and yep. separate steps yep. just to make things easier. It means that you're not, you know, the, the Mario and yeah. Luigi model is about 5,000 parts. So mm. instead of you just dumping 5,000 parts <laughs> just in a table in front yeah. of you and, you yeah. know, going for yeah. gold, yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely more of a... We, we, we've, we've tried to work on the build experience and, and make it kind of as close to the, the, the traditional or like the current Lego building experience from so it's familiar with people because we, yeah. we don't want people to get... You know, again, like Pikachu, I think is about two and a half thousand parts. We don't want them having that just dumped in front of them and feeling very overwhelmed. So we've taken the time, and it, it takes us longer to package them up because it's all by hand. Of course, it's not, it's not done by yep. the machines, yep. um, like the Lego factory. It's, no, it's you know us making sure that every single brick is mm. in each bag, and we similar to Lego, we put an extra one of each piece in for each mm. bag just in case we've Spares. miscounted or yep. a spare or something mm. you know yep. goes a bit wrong. Um, and that's so people kind of build it step by step. So I think like maybe Pikachu might be like 10 bags or something that, like that of 250 bricks each or something yep. like that. Yep. Just just to make it more easy. User friendly. Yeah. yeah. And, yep. and just as I was saying before, it's we, we've been able to, to grow to the point of, of where we're currently at because of the fans outside of Lego. Yeah. So we, we really want to make that experience as easy as possible for yeah. them. Makes sense. I, I remember I went into a, an EB game store here up in uh, Thurl and... I had the kids with me, right? So, like, you know, take a, you take Robbie anywhere. Like, Callum's pretty good, but you take <laughs> Robbie and he's like, I want that. So, they had these nano bricks, like, you know, yes. so not, not yeah. a Lego product. Yep. They're, I don't know who makes them, but they're these smaller bricks. And they, they kind of use almost like on a micro scale this mm. sort of brick built concept. And they, they picked a couple of Pokemon, right? So, I think, I don't know if I had a Pikachu or whatever in these nano bricks. Mm. And I got the, inst- and so I got them home. And they, they had they had no chance, right? Like, yeah. R- Robbie would have been six, Callum maybe nine. Yeah. They had no chance of with the dexterity in their fingers mm. of building these things. So, I, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. Dad's a Lego master. Bring it, bring it on. <laughs> okay. So, I get the instructions. And all it is is like just layer by layer. Oh, it's just layer. Really? So, it's just like it's now like a 3D you 3D print. You, just like yeah, yeah. now yeah. you build this layer. I'm like, yeah. what? Well, what do I? I don't know what to do. I don't know where that goes. <laughs> like, it made the instructions made no sense yep. to me. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just cobbling together. And like, I got something in the end. I could sort of like, you know, but it was the most frustrating. Yeah. And then they're so small. It, it wasn't. I'm just like, I hate these nano bricks. Yeah, instructions yeah. makes a big difference. Oh. And I found that with the uh, is it Mega Blocks? Mega Blocks. Technodrome. They did, they did the Technodrome. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, Big Ninja Turtles fan, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, and it's a huge scale thing." But there was stuff where you just go, "What? What is this picture showing me? I don't actually know what to do." And by the end of it, you, you know, Ali looks at my wife, goes, "Oh, that's great. You're gonna like knock it down and build again." I was like, "Never. <laughs> like it's just it's staying built, and I'm just not touching." Well, Davy was ready to throw that thing in the bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just yeah. so frustrating. But so so anyway. with a brick, like so, it sounds like you're customers have a very good experience with that not like my nanoblocks experience i i like to think so like <laughs> yeah. the you know we can uh go over it later but yeah the, yeah. the, the pe- people leave reviews on our website and they're you know if, if, I, if i'm ever feeling like down about life i just right. go and you know have a read of the reviews because it's, it's nice that people see the work like the hard work that you do to kind of create these these essentially fan-made products yeah because uh, you know, we, we don't have the official license for anything, so a lot of the models, you know, have I guess pseudo names because it's you know the, the I, Italian I guess, plumbers, the inter- like, yeah, Ital- yeah, Italian plumbers, yellow like, rat, yeah, like electric mouse <laughs> and, and things, for example. Um, you know, I guess you could say they're a parody of um, you know their official licensed <laughs> um, versions, uh, but pe- people are really great and um, they're very 
very responsive and receptive to providing feedback and which, which is nice so yeah. you know it, it gives us kind of like not that we're doing it you know for the for the props necessarily but it, it's nice when people can respect what you've done and, and and appreciate that in part of you know what's becoming harder and harder to you know times are tough you know mm. things are expensive yeah. like to have you know something like that in part of their collection and to i guess for it to hold such a special place is like you know it's quite special when someone's like I've just finished building it and I loved it thank yep. you so much yeah how you, you talked about the size and stuff and you so let's take Pikachu for example yeah how long from you saying I want to build a Pikachu to having the instructions and the actual model built how long is that sort of a process roughly it's longer now than it probably used to be because we now separate into separate bags mm. and we have to fulfill um, all the different orders. And so we go through the process of essentially uh, ordering, you know, honestly hundreds of thousands of parts when we mm. release a new model. Because Pikachu, for example, has, you know, two and a half thousand parts. Um, you know, when we f- did our first r- uh, run, we did, I think, a run of 50. Um, so, you know, basic, basic maths, what's that? 125,000 Lego bricks, I think, that we needed to, mm. to get. Um, so the, the process of doing that is the longest part. The, the, I, sorry, I meant more the actual designing of the character. Like you've said in your mind, I want to oh. build Pikachu and you've got to obviously put one together first to make yeah. sure it works conceptually. Mm-hmm. Yep. That sort of a process. How Probably you... like up to 40 hours probably yeah, okay. from, yep. from yep. start to from start to finish mm. in terms of when I first think, okay, cool, I would love to do a Pikachu or yep. any Whatever you know large large sculpture model to it being essentially ready for someone else to build, yep. um, you know, from a design point of view and instructions. But mm. but then there's, you know, often months to actually... Yeah, f- yeah, yeah. yeah, correct. Yeah, mm. fantastic. Now, you've just been over to the US for the Chicago... What's the name of the Chicago? Brick World. Brick World. Yeah. Um, and that sounds like... So, we've got Brickspo here mm. in Adelaide, which is a two-day event over to the public. I think, you know, Bump In was today. Yep. Um, whereas this is a massive five-day event, sixteen hundred exhibitors. Sixteen hundred exhibitors. Yes. So the Brick Brickworld Chicago is, uh, according to everyone who's there and the um, organisers, is the biggest exhibitor event uh, in the Lego community worldwide. So yes, yeah, sixteen hundred exhibitors, not not attendees. This is sixteen hundred people there. Um, you know, displaying their models and, you know, being vendors and things like that in an absolute gigantic um, convention center in, uh, you know, uh, maybe half an hour north of Chicago City. Right. Huge, huge, huge event. Yeah. And your showcase model this time was at the giant, again, life-size. Life-size, No, no, he's, you know, not a real person. Yes, correct. (laughs) Yes, he's he's a smaller kind of, you know, he's a young kid. Um, Who's this? Ang. Ang oh, from Avatar, Ang from Avatar oh, The Last nice. Airbender. Right. Cool. Yeah. Life-size Ang wow. sitting there. Um, yeah. Like head to toe or like a bust? Or? Head, head, to, head toe. to toe. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. You can, it'll be on the internet somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so was that That was your sort of showcase that, piece? That, that was showcase our showcase build? piece, yeah. Yep. So with the uh, Bricker Bills we were talking about before, we have a pretty big role in a lot of the um, conventions and things in the States in terms of having... Um, booths and displays and it's also an opportunity to sell um some some models there as well our, our main priority is not to necessarily be there as a vendor just to sell stuff it's to exhibit and display the models that we do um you know between myself and a bunch of other design very talented designers we've now got uh like a showcase of i think close to i think it might be like 60 or 70 models Jeez, um wow. like li- life-size props and replicas and star wars helmets and i think there might be like eight pope like eight Pokemon just in themselves, like mm-hmm. lots of Mario, like Star Wars helmets, Heap, heaps of stuff, like Marvel, lots of pop culture things. Um, so we use these big conventions as an opportunity to kind of showcase what Bricker Builds is and, yeah. and kind of all the models. Um, and to do something a little bit different, instead of just having a bust or, you know, a Pokemon or a Mario character uh, for this particular convention, we decided to do a life-size uh, like Lego sculpture of Aang from mm-hmm. Avatar The Last Airbender. Um which I didn't realize came out in 2005. It's 18 it's, years old now. It's, it's quite old. Quite old man, feeling old. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the kids who were there like, I don't know who that is, Who's but a lot, of, a lot of parents. Well, they will soon. They, they will, they will. actual good live action Yeah, when it all out. comes back. Um, yeah. But that was more of just something that we wanted to demonstrate 
that we're not just like a one trick pony of just like, oh, here's a bunch of, you know, smaller helmets. You know, we can do some bigger characters that have, you know, more dynamic poses and we can do like the large life size things. It's it's not just about, you know, um, looking at products on a on a display table it's about yeah. taking photos with them as well Definitely, so yeah. you know we made props like um of ang staff and people could pose with this you know this ang character yeah so you well. and lewis doing a few very cool poses yes yes and so, yeah no. one of one of my co-builders and <laughs> yeah. designers lewis meany or built bricks and instagram he um he came essentially second uh for the legoland master building competition um mm. and so he was offered a job uh as well um well he asked he's like hey like I know what I didn't really me? run her up. Yeah, Come on, he's, he's like, second. Yeah, yeah, and so and so um, yeah. they're like, yeah, sure. Buzz Aldrin. I mean, he's you know <laughs> second on the moon. No, and Lewis is one of my best friends, one of the best Lego designers I know, and um, he uh, helped me work on that model as well. So yeah, um, an, an excellent and top guy, top guy, e- excellent yeah. guy, Ex- yeah. excellent, excellent guy. Um, and and he was in Brickwald as well. Um, but yes, me and him were doing some stupid poses yes. um, <laughs> with with the model because. It was a, a mix that we hosted, not? and yeah. Yeah. you know we had a few too many, um, you know, <laughs> <I couldn't> pale <laughs> ales. Yeah, you, you, you yeah. couldn't you couldn't have told no. by the by no. the photo. Um, so is Ang for sale? Is that something you offer on the website, or is that just we a... we are going to do a bust eventually yes, yes. of, of yeah. just the we, we, whenever it's a character with like um not just a helmet we always include the bust so it doesn't just look like a, de- a decapitated head. Of course, yes. but we yeah. we yeah. will be doing an yeah. Ang uh, as well. It's not necessarily. Um, you know, all about, you know, profit or driving sales mm. or stuff like that. But, you know, there are a lot of very, you know, hardcore avatar fans and yep. stuff yeah. out there. And it's more so about giving them an opportunity to, to have something really cool and unique in their collection that, you know, is v- very different to what a lot of, you know, other other things that might exist within, within mm. their sure. collection. So yeah. um, we definitely won't be doing the, like, offering instructions or anything for the, the life-size model because that was... For me, about eighty hours of building, yeah. Um, yeah. And for the regular Joe, it's probably it, it was it was yeah. a it was a very like it, it was a challenging build. Yeah. It's a very dynamic character, um, you know, with lots of kind of like flowing fabrics and stuff, mm. you know, that he's on his robes and things like that, and he's holding his staff behind him. It was it was quite a challenging model to you know to to put together. It was definitely not an easy model uh, and it took a lot of time to kind of problem solve many, many elements of it. So yep. we, we have the main one more so for ourselves as a, as a bit of like a personal challenge. Um, but because of the re- the reception we got from a, a lot of like older builders who are like, yeah, we really, really love this. Mm. Uh, we will be doing a bust that people can yep. build themselves. Beautiful. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Now it's all our dreams. We love getting over to the U S when we can mm. done a few San Diego's. What did you check out while you were over there in terms of toy collecting? Because there's so many great places. And, and like, you know, if you've been to San Diego yep. and you've been to the con or you've been to some of these markets, it just, it's it's mind-blowing that some yep. of the size or some of the products that are over there. Mm. Did you get to check out any of the toy stores? That, yeah, lots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, the, you know, going toy hunting at like, you know, vintage markets or toy collector markets or those types of stuff is a, a big part of my kind of, not extracurricular activities at the moment, but a hobby I really enjoy doing. So, you know, being over in the States, I was like, yep, I'm going to, I spent like a whole day and I think I ended up going to like maybe six, Mm. um, mainly smaller, like retro collectible toy kind of places. Um, a lot of them just run by, you know, not like big shops with Funkos and stuff like that. Like a a lot of them just like little smaller places Mm. through San Diego. Yeah. Um, and I had a fantastic time um, just going around, just searching through shops and, and markets and things like that. Um, I ended up at a quite quite an interesting um, store. It was an, an old Sears, the like the old department store that had you know closed down. I can't remember, you know, maybe five years ago, maybe more. I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, but one that had been converted into a like giant collectible toy exchange, um, and that was. I think about an hour north of San Diego. It was mm. kind of near Anaheim. Uh, and, and that had like, you know, a lot of stalls that were just new stuff like Funko Pops and a lot of, you know, brand new stuff. Like that's not, you know, that it's not, yeah, that's not yeah. for everyone. That's, yeah. It's not really my type of thing. But there they had some incredible stalls that had some really amazing um, boxed vintage stuff of like turtles and dino riders and street sharks mm. and old vintage Lego and... Mm. Um, 
some stuff I was like, man, this is very. I'm like, I've never seen this in Australia. Like, yeah, a, like yeah. a, a lot of stuff that I'd never seen boxed in Australia, or just flat out never seen in Australia. Um, there it was. Yeah, and just just wow. things. I was just like, I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, and it was nice to go to some stores uh, and see stuff that I just like had just never seen ever. Even yeah. if it wasn't like super exciting. Like, I saw this whole range of um, Five or Goes West collectibles. <laughs> if you guys remember that that film yep. from. Yep. Um, uh, do you know Five Will Goes West? No, I don't think I've seen it. It's uh, it's called American Tale. It's about this little mouse. Oh yes, yeah, like animated. Mold, yeah, 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 an animated yeah, yeah. thing. Like yeah, this, yeah. this yep. little um mouse from Poland that goes across to America. But but then the second one, and they had this whole range of toys. They had yeah, wow. um, it was funny seeing stuff that I hadn't seen, like especially like sealed in box that I hadn't seen for years. Like the, um, this one store that I went to had all those like '90s Aladdin and Lion King yeah, kind of yeah, action yeah, yeah. figure yep. playset stuff, um, like all boxed, all sealed. And I'm like, I've never like, I rarely see these in Australia at all, loose, let alone like sealed in mm. box. Yeah. And here's a store with rows of them that yep. they've Jeez. you know managed to collect from somewhere and heaps of um, sealed Batman stuff. You know, heaps heap, heaps of just really really interesting. Um, toys and collectibles that I just just don't see very regularly here, and and if you do, they're broken and beaten up, and you know missing uh, weapons and yeah. accessories, and yeah. just the amount of stuff that I saw that was like sealed in box was you know mind blowing, and yeah, and I wish I had like an unlimited credit card that I could just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sweep them all, yeah, the like you know Dino Riders and um you know sealed foot cruisers, um things like you know yeah, going the. The foot cruise is going for seven fifty these days, boxed Jeez. US. Oh. Yeah, boxed it's over a grand. Yeah, wow. Australian. Wait, but for oh. some people, like you know, depending on what you're after, yeah. that might not matter. No, it, no, it might not. It might be the last thing you need. You yeah, know? yeah. Like some, sometimes there's things I'm like, if I find that, it doesn't matter how much it's going to cost. Yeah. I'm, I'm buying I'll it. Take it home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just just seeing that stuff kind of like in in person like you know out in the wild essentially yep. was was quite exciting which is you know what i'm sure like you guys and a lot of other people who listen it's to the podcast yeah. so much more exciting seeing it in the wild than searching it up on ebay yeah, you know, yeah because totally. then you're honing in your what you're looking for but yeah. when you're out in the wild you're like i've got no expectations yes i'd like to find this this and this yeah, but yeah. if yeah. it's there it's cool yeah. and then just to come across oh my gosh there's a i foot didn't know cruiser, i needed you know? this but yeah. now i'm going home with and it yeah 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 yeah. There's, there was a lot of things like that. Like I was very, very close. I got like super excited because I saw the um, Batman versus Ninja Turtle figures, and it had like the mm. yeah. I don't know who's in which pack. I just can't remember. But I was after the Leo and the Batman. Yes, and I was like, yep. I saw the Raph and the the Donnie and the Michelangelo that come with like Robin and mm. Alfred and. Yep. someone else and I'm like oh where's the Leo but he's like oh I sold it already I was yeah. like oh, oh, the cool, the cool one I was like so close I was like so close because that, that Batman is phenomenal it's a pretty good That's, Batman yeah, oh it's a great really Batman and then, cool. and then yeah. like a, this was this was a whole department store full yeah. of vendors and stuff like this yeah. so it was huge I think I was there for maybe about five hours um, just like rummaging through stuff and found another one that had um, a guy that had like lots of just loose figures like in sandwich bags and stuff. Yeah. And I saw, found all those turtles again, like not in the sealed box. Yep. And I, so I found the turtles. I was like, oh, the turtles, like, oh, Donnie and, yep. you know, Raph and Mikey are there. And I'm like, get the Leo. I'm like, get the Leo. He's like, nah. So, oh, yeah. I was like, oh. I'm like, so close so many times. Uh, but, you know, I, I didn't buy too much stuff. Um, all, all kind of like, you know, the white whale-esque stuff was... You know, too expensive. Yeah. Of course, um, and yep. I didn't have enough baggage to you know bring huge yep. amounts of stuff home. I got some cool um, like TMNT Necker Toon stuff mm-hmm. that was really hard to get in Australia, and then then just kind of like random little you know bits and pieces. Um, found some cool like original release VHSs for in cardboard sleeve of 1989 Batman nice. and oh, original wow. Turtles. Like, oh. you know, in, in reasonable... Must be a Dave thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, just, just, just stuff that was kind of like, you know, I wasn't necessarily searching for, yeah, but yeah. was reasonably priced enough that I was like, yeah, I think this would be really cool. Mm. Yep. And, and, you know, going through the process of just finding something fun that you can kind of pick up. Yeah. You oh, know, and, awesome. and just other bits and pieces, I guess. Population in yeah. a country makes a huge difference. Oh, yes. Yeah, it? yeah. Oh, it's, it's twenty it's times Australia. Yeah, so. and and just how like how separated Australia was from you know especially America like you know thirty years ago or more like mm. you know there's people that just have so much stuff. Yes, like you yeah. know Australia like eh send a, send around a box to them. It's like oh they're all damaged. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, like, yeah. who cares about Australia? But yeah, finding all that stuff in the wild was like you know it's 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 really exciting. It's kind of fun to kind of go through and find some cool stuff. Mm. Yeah. I love that experience where 
and it, we can it can happen to us, right? Where you're sort of either walking through and you see something you haven't seen since your childhood. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh my god, I rem-, you know I remember that. I think one of the things was. Is it you that's got that micro machine yes, yes. Watch. that watch that yep. turns yep. into a launcher? Yep. And it's yep. like, you know, I'd, I'd never go looking. Like, I, no. I, don't, I don't know no. why. I, you know, yep. I wouldn't want, but it just brings back so many yes. memories. Mm. Yep. And Trent Barrett on the uh, Discord, he was collecting. And again, he, he posted up some images. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen those since I was a kid. They were like kind of cassettes or wallets. You Sega know. Pockets? Sega Pockets. Yeah. And then there was like, you know, you'd pull it out and it would turn into a car. Yes. And you yep. build like, yep. a, is that what they call yep. Sega, Sega pockets. pockets? And it was yep. like, oh, that's... Yep. And for us who do this stuff, you know, weekly yep. and yep. we're immersed <laughs> in toys, to just come across this stuff yeah. that yeah. brings back those memories. I think that's super cool. Oh, um, for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right. If you could build something, forgetting time and money and whatever and And, lic- and your licensing. mates are saying, nah, that can't work. <laughs> yeah. What's right. your dream build? In terms of Lego, yep. I, I think I've been very fortunate to build a lot of the things that I dreamt about, like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially things like the Pikachu. When I, when I, on my very first day uh, working at the the Lego Land, I was like, one day I'm going to build a Pikachu. And at, at the time, I just didn't have the skills and experience to yep. be able to do it. Um, but, but you know, thankfully, you know. Over time, I, I got to a point where I could build the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's kind of hard because I, I've been very fortunate to do so do much. Like yeah, I, I've, cool. I've been, yeah, I've been very very fortunate to, you know, I've been working now professionally in Lego for um, six and a half years. Mm. Um, you know, essentially full time. You know, not not just doing um, working for Legoland, but working on like commercials and working for Lego TV shows and all that type of stuff. And mm. I've had a chance to build, you know, thousands of of different models of of different scales and different types. So. Um, there is one project that I'm in the process of mentally preparing to build because, mm. you know, originally I was like, I want to do the Pikachu and then I did Charmander and Charizard and Bulbasaur and I was kind of like, originally Bulbasaur was my magnum opus and I was like, once I do Bulbasaur, I can die happy. But then I, then I did it and I was like, oh, well, I need something, need something bigger. So I, I, I don't know when it will happen, mm. but I... The the dream build the 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 thing and then I can probably maybe you know die happy <laughs> until the next one yeah yeah is um is a life size Lego Charizard oh wow yeah. so so I, I I even got a tattoo at the start of this year as a as a commitment to myself wow. uh, a, a pixel Charizard you know to um, represent Lego yeah. uh, as a commitment to myself that I would actually be building that I've I've already bought all the parts wow. um I've already worked on the design it's just a matter of essentially finding the right time to start it because I, I don't want it to be the type of project where I start it and it's sitting in my garage sure. for three or four yep. years just yep. kind of chipping away. Mm. I need to be kind of in the right life circumstances to finish it hopefully over a short period of time. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that will, in my mind, kind of close off maybe the the Lego Pokemon journey, I think. Um, yeah. But I've I've been like stockpiling orange and tan bricks for, <laughs> for, for, for like it's it's disgusting. So like, like it's bigger than a human, right? A, it's it's, it's sort of... technically not bigger than okay, a human. Right. No, it, okay. it is huge. It's a it's a huge dragon, uh, and the tail and the, the bottom of the body are an insane amount of work. But it is about the size of an adult. Because okay. you've got to remember, yep. Yep. Ash is a 10-year-old boy. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. So okay. compared to a 10-year-old yep. boy, you know, a dragon does look quite big. Um, it, it is a, it's a big model. It's mm. probably going to be about like 65,000 parts, Jeez, which, I, which I have most That's of. That's a lot of orange and tan. <laughs> it is, but, but, and, and the disgusting part is I have most of them. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> the, the, no wonder I couldn't find any orange yeah, bricks yeah, the other day. You've got them all. I, yeah. I, I have a lot. It's, it, it's a disgusting <laughs> amount. If, if, you, yeah. if you looked in my, in my shed, you'd be like, this is a sickening amount of Lego. <laughs> all, all I want to build is Garfield, and I can't even do yeah, that. I, can't, I, can't, I just want to build a nice little yeah, Garfield, yeah, and all the yeah, oranges are yeah. sitting in your garage. So, so, one question about that: Do you ever use computer-aided uh, design? You know, when you're doing it, or do you practical build, like, uh, or a bit the, of both? I, I use a lot of computer, um, right? Yep. Computer design. Yep. Um, it's you know, I know some people on the surface are like, oh, that's not you know the traditional style of building. I'm like, I, I do understand that, but it's not really a feasible practice to mm. try and build something of that scale of course. just yeah. from yeah, scratch yeah, so yeah. couldn't you know it's 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 essentially like word processing for um 
you know, for, for Lego using the, the digital stuff. Yeah. It'd be like if, if you told Stephen King to be like, hey, you need to write a whole book from start to finish <laughs> handwritten yep. and you can't change anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, uh, no, I'm going to go and make edits. I'm going to go back. I'm yeah. going to do this. I'm going to type into a computer. Yeah. And, and, you know, same like an architect. It's like, hey, build a house. Like, you know, yeah. the... Pen and paper. Yeah, yeah. pen and yeah. paper. You know, here's a hammer. Here's a saw. Go build a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you need to put that, you know, preparation time. Um, so, you know, I do use uh, utilize computer software and CAD software to, to scale the models. Of course. Um, yeah. But, yeah. The, but the thing about that is it doesn't tell you... It doesn't tell you how to build it. It's, it's essentially a visual representation yeah. of yeah. the scale yep. and, and things like that. But then you have to... You essentially have to be the architect and the engineer at the same time. Yeah, but then you can at least see, oh, the wings are too small. Yeah, yeah. The, it, it, the, the head's too big yeah. to proportion to the feet or something like that. Correct, yeah. 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 And, and then you look at that from a visual point of view and they're like, cool, well, now that I can see that visually on a computer, I need to use the the skills and experience that I have, you know, over the past few years to, to turn that into a Lego yes. model. Because yep. yep. a lot of the software that you use is not actually a Lego specific software. Mm -hmm. It's a a digital CAD program that you use to, you know, create and sculpt and, you know, change 3D objects into blocks. Of course. Essentially. And then it kind of, you know, sits in this sphere. It's like, cool, I know that it looks like this. I need to now, you know, use Lego and actually physically make make this thing real. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Hmm. But but yeah, a Charizard. It'll happen. All all the pieces are essentially there and waiting. It's it's just about finding like the right moment in time to to put it together. You've got to do stop motion. Take a photo at the start when it's just a a bag of orange and then take a photo at the end of each, each building session and watch it. Watch it come up. I'll I'll, I'll show you some photos after of just the sickening amount of (laughs) Lego that I have. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Very good. Hey, Toy collecting wise, is there anything Holy Grails you're chasing right now? I've been pretty lucky. I've I've picked up two of my Holy Grails kind of in the past two years. Now it was one of those Inspector Gadget related. It is. Yep. Oh. It is Inspector Gadget related. Um, Inspector Gadget holds a very very special place in my heart, and I love the Inspector Gadget stuff. Uh, I love anything that like converts or transforms. And I was looking for the longest of time for a complete uh, 1983. Uh, Bandai, Bandai yep. um, Madmobile, and Inspector Gadget oh, Mobile diecast wow. that were complete and yeah. not like you know yeah. trashed. Yeah, n- yeah, not not you know. Uh, and then recently, I found them, and I thought I was going to get scammed, but thankfully, I didn't. From a guy that was cleaning, he was in his like late sixties, seventies, cleaning at his gar- uh, cleaning at his garage. And uh, he was a diecast collector. Right. And he's just like, oh, I've got all this diecast stuff that I've just had in my garage for, you know, since the 80s that I haven't touched. Since uh, 83? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that he hadn't touched. And it was uh, essentially a, a pristine, didn't have the box, but pristine condition, uh, Manmobile and um, Gadgetmobile. Um and managed to pick them, pick them both up, and that was like you know a, a tear of happiness. Yeah. Essentially, oh, yeah. you that's know. crazy. The, now, is there a sad part to this story? Did, did something break? The, yes, but the, <laughs> oh, thanks, Trent. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> thank, 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 thank you. Sorry. But that, that, they're they're old. Just, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, no. Like I, I could have just left them untransformed. The, <laughs> but I'm going to transform this. Yeah, yeah. and, and I transform I it, yeah. which which I would have. Um, the door on the Gadgetmobile, uh, one of the hinges broke. Right, but it's it's 40 years old. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it. It didn't break, like it didn't crumble in my hand. Like it wasn't like a gold plastic syndrome or anything yeah. where it no. like yep. disintegrated. Yeah. I was just transforming it and it's a 40-year-old piece of plastic and yep. it just yep. snapped. I was um, I was doing some cleaning. You, you maybe know what I'm talking about here, mm-hmm. Frank. I was cleaning my toy room and I've got on this wall here that I'm pointing at um, Master of the Universe Classics, yep. like a whole wall. So And these ceilings are three meters high. Mm. So I was up on the top shelf and... Up there mixed in with my classics, I had two non-classics figures. Mm. And they were from the DreamWorks Shearer animation. Yes. Shearer yep, and yep, Catra yep, yep, made yep. by Super 7. Yep. And these are beautiful figures. I think we all ordered them together. Yeah, yeah. It was around the time we did the interview with Brian Flynn of Super 7. And I got two of each. They go for a bomb now, yeah, right? Because, wow. you know... They're the most show They're accurate. the most show yeah, accurate yeah. figures that yep. were made. They were limited run. Mm. And I've got a set boxed and I opened a set. And there's... I had Shearer and Catra. So I was... Moving them around, knocked Shearer. Oh, no. Toppled, right? Oh, no. And then bang on the ground. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. What's that on the ground? Shearer, if you know from that cartoon series, has these two... She has like a a, a headdress with two spikes on each side. Mm. Landed head first, 
the spikes <laughs> divoted into the ground, into the carpet, yeah. and then snapped off and Shira went oh. flying. And there were these two golden spikes. Still stuck oh, in the just ground. Just point yeah. first, just sticking out of the carpet. I'm like... What's going on here? What are those? Oh, oh no. Oh. oh, dear. So I just pulled these little <laughs> spikes out and I've got her sitting there ready to be glued. But these are the... Look, and I I felt sickening in a way, but yeah. it was just like, wow, that's, you know, yep. it's the way the collector cookie crumbles. Done, yes. that, done that with a vintage <laughs> trap jaw and watched his, his neck piece, just <laughs> the, the blue, brittle, you know, 40-year-old plastic shattered. I'm like, trap jaw, still got his arm, but he doesn't have a head. Yep. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah. It, look, it, it was... One of those things where it, it's still 100%. It still displays incredibly oh, yeah, well. Exactly. All the stickers it are there. Well, it, it can like... it can still transform in yeah. it. Like, you know, transforms completely fine. Mm. It's just unfortunate that like a bit of a hinge snapped off. You mm. know, if it was if it was like that before I even tried to transform it, I don't even really know. Like yeah. the, the guy didn't touch it. It could have already been broken. Yeah, It, it doesn't really change anything for me because I'm not going to find any... Not I'm not going to find it in a better condition. No way. No, no, no. 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 So nah. it's a happy story, Trent. It is Thanks a great. No, I, just, it's, 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 I remember yeah. Dave telling me the, the story. I just yeah. I, that's why yeah. I, I wasn't trying to make him. <laughs> I just remember. Well, hang on, did something happen yeah. to the, yeah. to one of the te- technically yes, but I don't I don't feel bad about yeah. it. Like yeah. you know, I, it's <laughs> it's like a lot of these things. There, there's a guy. I, I think I told this story. I tell it for Dave. But we walked into a zing with my boys, and there was a guy working at the counter. And I, actually, I catch up with him quite regularly now and I, every time I go in there he's like oh look what we got in we got this and he'll go into the back room and bring stuff out legend probably about your age super into Pokemon and anyway the the um, my son being in the zing he's like do you collect Pokemon he's like oh yeah I, I, I used to love Pokemon as a kid I had three full sets of the original right like oh I had two like pristine and then like the set that I kind of played with but like two were you know immaculate and, and, and like my son just like, he knows all the values of all the original Pokemon cards. And he's just <laughs> like, you know how much that was worth? And he's like, yeah. And then my house flooded and I, and they all got wet. And he's like, but you know, I don't mind. I got to enjoy them at the time and it gave me a lot of joy. <laughs> and like, I could just see my, my Cal- Callum was just like, it's like three quarters of a million dollars worth of car, whatever he was <laughs> Callum's thinking. Callum's breaking inside. And, and this guy was just so, he was just so relaxed about it. He's yeah. like, yeah, but. It's the way the world works, you know. Mm. Things come and go, <laughs> yeah. And, and like that was the time, and I really zen. enjoyed it. It was so zen. It was just so lovely because that could just—if you look at that the wrong way—you yeah. could regret it. You just oh, be yeah. like, "Fucking flood!" I'm sorry, uh, you know. <laughs> but this guy was just super, super cool about it. So it's—it's it's quite funny. Like, not like not too dissimilar to that story, but um, the you're gonna guys know like the. The, the NECA comic turtles, like yep. the ones yes. they released yep. oh, 2008 or whatever with all the red bandana ones. Yes. Yeah. I think I sold them oh, seven or eight years ago to someone. Uh, do you know Steve Reddy? So I sold them to Steve Reddy like X, X amount of years ago for, yeah. for 250 bucks for the uh, for all the turtles, for April, for the, the mouses yeah. and yep. stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Because yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. eh, they don't really... Don't do it I, I just It's whenever the movie ones had just come out. Mm. And so I think I... Sold them to buy the movie ones because sure. I was yeah. like, oh, I resonate How with the movie. How good are the movie ones? Though? The movie ones are yeah, great. Yeah, 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 the movie yeah. the movie ones are good. I think I yeah. bought them for like thirty dollars yeah. each. Yeah. You know, original release. And I was like, eh, I'll sell them. I, I was never super into those kind of like original graphic novel turtle yeah. stuff. I'll just yeah. sell them and I'll use the money to to get something that I'm probably a bit more into. But now that Necker have just gone, done so many more of the lines of turtles. I just wish I had hung on to them. <laughs> yeah, so now, because uh, yeah. I, so I could have had all the different, yep. you know, sets. You could have had Toon yeah. and movie and, yep. you know, yep. original um, well, yeah, Mirage stuff. Th- all there, of that. There's some um, fairly good knockoffs. There, there are, that, yeah. yeah. I mean, would feel it's, that. It's not, yeah, the, but then I see, I I see people yeah. selling like an individual figure for like $600. And I'm like, what? Yeah. They're, they're, they've gone nuts. Like, See, and, and since we probably haven't kept up with the prices, yeah, but yeah. obviously since NECA have started redoing particularly the comic book the, stuff, yeah. Yeah. Comic books. Oh, they're, 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 they're absolutely blown up yeah. Yeah. Like, because people oh, are yeah. so desperate for and, those And they're, they're yeah. sculpted by the Four Horsemen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Four Horsemen are just the pros in you know the toy yeah. industry. I'm, I'm same story with you, man. Like I um, bought all the Kenner Aliens as a kid. They were my you know uh, purchase thing for when I was a kid. And then uh, who knows where they went. And then uh, as a 18-year-old, I'm like, oh, my God, I've got a job now. I've got all this disposable income. Found a couple uh, carded ones. I'm like, oh, this is me. I'm going to start collecting all these mm-hmm. carded Kenner aliens. And then McFarlane, two, 2000. So I was less than eight. I was heaps younger than 18. But anyway, 
2000 came out and McFarlane started putting out movie-accurate alien figures. And I'm like, oh, go away, yeah, Kenner, yeah, alien, yeah. all these colourful, you know, yeah, um, arachnid toys. and scorpion yeah. and <laughs> all this. Movie yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. stuff. And, and like, I sold them for next to nothing and yeah. bought a Voltron and had all this spare cash and things. And I'm like, cool. And then, like, to this day, it's my biggest regret of yeah. my one of my toy collecting things that I, I've collected them, recollected them all loose now. And sure. that's, yeah. That's all good, but um, you know, I I was yeah, I'll never get back what I paid for them, you know, yeah. back in those days. Of and, course, yeah. Uh, it's oh, just the way the universe the works. It is, man. it is, man. Like, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Which, which which I'm usually fine. Like you know, yeah. it's it's not a hardcore regret. Like I'm yeah, not kind yeah, of yeah. smacking the table and you of know course. really regretting. Yeah. It's just like yeah. oh, I I wish that I just kind of had a little bit more foresight yeah, and yes, kind of kept them. Yes. But you know, I I turn I try and turn stuff over all the time. Like if it's if it's ended up in a box and it's not on display for yep. Yep. six That's months it. or twelve months, yep. I'm like, you know what? So, there's gonna be someone out there that really appreciates this and, you know, if I'm not quite appreciating this at the moment, maybe if I'm desperate I can get it, you know, down the line. Mm-hmm. But, you know, try and turn things over, you know, just you can't have everything, no. and and that's like a, a mindset. And, and you, you had the tour of my nice pristine toy room I, I did, in there, and then next I'll take you to the room of shame. Yes, which is when you try and collect everything. <laughs> yeah. What happens to your house? <laughs> yeah. Um. So no, that's it. Hey, Dave, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you on the show. Where can people find you if they're looking for the master builder? Uh, Instagram is usually the best the best place I think. Uh, in Instagram I share a lot of the Lego work that I do in terms of um, the sculpture builds, uh, in terms of stories of like toy hunting, um, and like just general toy collecting, um, and just me in general. I, it's just, just by my name, Dave underscore Holder Brilliant. underscore. Mm. Um, easy, you know, yeah, cool. ni- yep. nice and simple, um, nice and simple, nice and <laughs> simple and easy. Uh, and yeah, you know, I, I share mainly uh, like Lego stuff in my feed. Yep. Yep. Feed. Um. You know, for Le- Lego community stuff, and then just do like a lot of toy stuff in in stories and and things like that. But yeah, do a lot of toy collecting stuff and just Lego stuff in general. And beautiful. The one thing we haven't talked about is you're mm. in a you're in a band. I, d- I do I do, do play in bands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Are you tra- <laughs> he's, he's so much cooler than than. Uh, I wouldn't say cooler. The, um. Are you playing anytime soon? Do you have anything coming up on the not, gig scene? Not, not coming up. The no. um the, the the band that was kind of my main uh, time sink for the past ten years was a a goon themed band. So cask yeah. wine themed band. Right. So all of our songs <laughs> were about cask wine. <laughs> Or a slight derivative yep. mm-hmm. of that. We, we were called Ke- well, uh, are called Kegan. We've we've scaled it back a little bit because you know we're we're grown adults and well, it's, it's not as it's not as funny to be like you know a grown man singing, singing about like Goon of Fortune or um, you know all the different versions of you know Indiana Jones and the Temple of Goon or or the Goon song or the Death Bag or you know all yep. is you've it's matured. A bit, you've matured in your creative. Outlet. Just well, like a we've, fine wine. Got yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 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 a fine. We've moved from the cask wine to just bottles of red. No, we 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 used to play all the. We were like a very heavily gigging band for um for, for for many many years. But it got to a point where you know life and priorities and things like that. We can't be just like jumping on tour and stuff. No, you know, yeah. multiple times a yeah. year or you know being out on like a you know Thursday Friday Saturday playing gigs. So. We kind of just do more special special events, like yeah. if it's like a fundraiser or like a reunion show for other bands. Um, we we recently did one for uh, a save the save the tote, which is a like an iconic Melbourne music venue that was yep. trying yep. to tr- um, trying to raise funds, and uh, it had been our first gig in two two years, like okay. as you know with an original original lineup, and that was a, a sold out show essentially. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a lot of fun, but yeah, it was just it's just chaos. It's just for kind of like. People have nothing better to do than, you know, sing about Goon and, you know, just... <laughs> but they're the best. And well done. And what do you play? You... Uh, drummer. Nice. Drummer. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Keep, keep making sure that, you know, if the guys at the front are totally sloshed, at least there's like there's a, a consistent... consistent beat. Yeah, consistent <laughs> rhythm at the back that everyone can kind of be like, oh, yeah, Not you know, just, you know, just... Just mix the guitars a bit weird, and you know, like, oh yeah, it's just the it's just the the sound they're going for. You know, just keep the drums at the back. Well, you're on, you're on theme, you're on brand. Yeah. So oh yeah. Uh, it's you know, there's been like vomiting off stage and stuff before from <laughs> we like you know our, too much our, goon too too much goon. Like you know, we, he doesn't do it as much anymore, but our, our lead singer would often do the party trick of having a glass of wine for each song we play oh, on the set. Oh, 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 um, nice. So it so would usually, if it was like a 14-song 14, um, 
fourteen song set, he'd have fourteen glasses of white wine Jeez. lined up at the front of the stage, and mm-hmm. and you know down a, down yep. one after each yeah. song. Wow, and then often vomit off. The, you know. <laughs> Sorry, everyone that came here for toys and <laughs> yeah. has made it this far. Sorry for ruining, you know, this nice. And, and is that the real reason of age getting catching up to you? <laughs> Some, look, probably for him, not yeah, really, yeah, yeah. but just yeah. just in general, you know, yeah. just just not as much. You know, uh, it, it's more of a special event now than yes. you know, yeah. like, like a lot of things. You got to prioritize yeah. in, in life, and, yeah. and and the gigs are still important, but just not a. Not an everyday thing. Very yeah, different. how One. very rock and roll. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, how very mature of us. <laughs> goon out. Um, I don't. I don't have any good goon puns. Do you have any good goon puns? No. No. When you said goon at first, I was like, "What? The Goonies? Like a band?" I thought the Goonies. That'd the be... goon. You know, like the um. Oh yeah, the, the comic book character. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. But surely there's a song no, involving, talking, involving, talking about a, involving a hills hoist going around with the the goon bag on it. The goon of fortune. Yeah. 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 Everyone Probably. played Goon of Fortune, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. I mean, if you if you're in Australia, I mean, Hills Hoists are a very apparently Australian apparently thing. G- apparently wine in a bag is just hit America, and they're going nuts for it these days. So yeah, you, know, you should get your songs out to to the US market. Yeah, go to a reunion tour, tour <laughs> of the states. I, I, I think the the, the twangy, the, the, like the twangy Australian, like, eh, 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 like just doesn't doesn't really doesn't hit well. They're like they they get very confused. Yeah. <laughs> they're like you know, oh yeah, like wine. Wine in a box. I know that one. <laughs> what, what's goon? You know, that, yeah. that, that, that yeah, type of. It's, it's, it's very. It. Yeah. Americans are not very good. Sorry, Americans. But you know, <laughs> if if you don't know something, it confuses you a lot. <laughs> and like, like it's goon. They're like, I like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like I, I, I you know, I know we're trying to wrap this up, but I, I said I was heaps keen for something, and these Americans just looked at me. They're like, what is heaps keen? I was like, as in like, like I'm heaps keen for something. Like. Like a mound, like a heap. <laughs> I was like, no, like heaps is in many. They're like, yeah. it, it just this, it just sense. these, yeah. just yeah. these like pauses and looking backwards and forwards. I'm like trying to explain it, and they're just looking so blankly because yeah. I've said something yeah. that just doesn't register, and they can't possibly. It just didn't make any sense. No, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I am very excited. Like, oh, why didn't you say that? Yeah. Just speak normally, yeah. arsey. Yeah, you damn arseys. <laughs> I, I was in, uh, we, we went to San Diego Comic Con and I remember I was in a booth and the guy's tr- like, you know, he's only a small booth and the guy's trying to manage the crowd and things. And he's going up to everyone. Oh, you know, if you need, he'd look at you, look at what you're looking at, and be like, "Oh, I can help you with that," or explain something or whatever. He comes up to me and he sees me looking at something up high. He's like, "I can get the ladder and pull that down if you want." If you know, just I'm like, "All good, man. No worries." And he's like, "Whoa, where are you from?" <laughs> <laughs> it like made his day. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And they just said, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no, I can't afford that one." <laughs> Are you oh. from South Africa? Yeah. Like, are you from New Zealand? From yeah. England? From <laughs> everywhere else. Yeah, everywhere yeah. else. Are you from Australia? Melbourne or Sydney? Like, yeah. 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 I know someone from Melbourne. Anyway, we've, we've, <laughs> this could this could go on for another hour. Three point five million people. They're yeah, in, they're in this. Sorry, place. everyone. Uh, very good. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, everyone. Absolute pleasure to have you on. Thanks to everyone for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. It's so wonderful to have your company and to all our patrons. Thank you so much for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. Stay safe, keep well, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.